When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. Hey, welcome into another edition of Talk of Champions Recruiting. I'm your host, Zach Berry. Joining me as always, Mr. Spirit Ben, a.k.a. Ben Garrett, a.k.a. Mr. New Albany, doing a public speaking outing. Big deal. Good morning, sir. Are you excited for your uh, first time into the public speaking realm? Or is this your first time? It's different because if you go talk to like a Rotary Club or an Ole Miss alumni group, it's probably 60 to 100, but all you got to do is step up there and go, hey, guys, this is who I am. Let me open it up for questions and let them ask you questions for 30 minutes, right? So I've been yes. doing that since 2008. That's easy. That's nothing. They ask you a bunch of old Miss questions. You make them laugh. You do your little yeah. dance, you know, laugh at the clown, laugh at the clown. They pay you 200 bucks and you leave. Well, this time, my mom has, of course, been like asking me, would you be open to speaking at my museum group? Well, I thought this was like her Bunko group. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of playing cards or whatever they do at Bunko, they're just all sitting around sipping on tea and looking at old stuff, right? Yeah. Come to right. find out, I'm like the keynote speaker for the whole town tomorrow at lunch. I'm terrified. Is there, is there a photo op? Like you got to get a key to the city? God, I better get a key to this. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. What's going to happen is I'm going to get up there all nervous. I'm going to tell my jokes. People are going to laugh. It's going to go fine, completely fine. And then I'm going to second guess myself for the rest of my life. So when I'm doing that tomorrow, what will Ole Miss basketball be doing? Hosting another visitor. What a segue. Um, I had someone ask the other day about Trey Woodbury, the uh, shooting guard from Utah Valley. I have not heard anything in probably two weeks. Uh, His initial, uh, I guess, request for a, I guess, medical redshirt, medical hardship was denied. Um, because he played in just two games, but it was in the postseason. It was in the conference tournament, I believe. Again, I, I think it's so stupid that the NCAA holds power over this because who cares if this kid plays one more year? I he agree. Missed, he missed an entire season. He played two games, whatever. But maybe they're just doing their due diligence and bringing a guy in. But Trey Woodbury, I think, is shelved for now because he is still awaiting the appeal. Uh, as we record this, it is currently 12.09 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday, June 14th. 
the first that I saw to report it, John Rothstein of uh, CBS Sports reports that Seton Hall transfer Alexis Yetna will be visiting Ole Miss today. Um, I am 99% sure that he will be a graduate transfer. And yes, confirmed it. It's on the Seton Hall website. He is a grad transfer. Uh, missed his uh, final year. So this past season, he missed it due to a knee uh, injury, had surgery. Um, a native of Paris, France, played at Putnam Science Academy in Connecticut. Ole Miss has recruited uh, that prep school a good bit um was at south florida before he was at seton hall and um he will be in town 6 8 225 so just another attacking wing forward wherever you want to call it um prior to the uh the knee injury he uh was seventh in the big east the year before 7.6 rebounds per game um and uh yeah i mean just a you know just your classic Six eight, athletic wing that I think would provide some uh, some good production, some good minutes, some good energy off the bench. I, I would assume that's what Chris Beard and them are going for. A year removed from a knee injury, they're not asking him to come in and average fourteen a game. Um, but yeah, played in thirty one games at Seton Hall, shot forty percent from the field, and um, yeah, good rebounder, uh, and uh, somebody that could give them some. Uh, some good, uh, some good juice off the bench. So he will be on campus. Uh, he is probably either on the way or has arrived already as we are recording. So uh, that is a uh, certainly a name to know for uh, for basketball as they have one spot remaining on the roster. Uh, as I notated earlier, Woodbury still a question mark. It might be one where they go for a stretch four. Somebody that can play a wing or a forward, rebound, play defense, and then opt for uh, going heavy in the uh, backcourt in the 2024 class. We know several top targets they're after there. So that could be what they're doing. Um, but Alexis Yetna is now looking for a third home as he was at South Florida, then Seton Hall, and now is back in the portal looking for a place to land. Basically sounds a lot like Javis McKinnis and Miles Burns and Theo Akuba and Josh Mbala in terms of who he is, what he is and how he plays. Uh, yeah. But the difference is those were the headliners and they were all redundancies last year and they went 30-15. And he's coming in as an upside play for the end of the bench, meaning that they're not expecting him to step in and start or maybe even be in a leading rotation or anything like that. But he has the potential to play up. Mm -hmm. He's got the experience. Common theme with this transfer class, a lot of experience. Yeah. So if you can tap into the upside and kind of return to form from the injury, he could really be something for them potentially. And it just shows you the depth of options that um, Chris Beard has kind of added here for this roster. And I'm impressed. I really am. And I knew I was going to be because, first of all, Chris Beard, we said it before, we'll say it again, one of the very best coaches in college football, without a doubt, as far as resume, the best head coach, most accomplished, productive head coach, successful head coach Holmes has ever hired. You knew he was going to do a good job, but I'm still impressed anyway. And I think we deserve, I mean, I think he deserves some, uh, some plaudits here for how well yeah. he was able to build a roster out while only keeping four players from the current roster or from last yeah. year's roster. I should pretty, say that that isn't the current roster wild. anymore. This is the current roster. That's wild. Yeah. Um, Matthew Morrell and, and Jamin Brayfield, they were slam dunks. I thought it was fascinating how they uh, kept TJ Caldwell and Robert Coward specifically 
TJ Caldwell was a four star. That one didn't surprise me. Robert Coward did. And I, I think Chris Beard really likes him, especially as a potential three point shooter. But what's beautiful about the end of the bench options for them, it, it doesn't matter if it's Woodbury or whoever, right? Um, they hit on every one of their needs. They addressed it in a very meaningful, significant way. You know, they needed a point guard. They got a point guard. They actually got two point guards. Uh, Jalen Murray, of course, from St. Peter's. But also, it's like we forgot that, you know, they got Austin Nunes from Arizona State. They can shoot from three, can handle the ball. He was originally the penciled-in point guard when he committed. And they're going to be competing against each other, two accomplished players, two, uh, well, at least one in Austin Nunes, who was highly recruited, highly ranked coming out of high school four-star top 150 kid. It's just a lot of talent in a short period of time. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how the outside outside shooting comes together. I think the one thing they didn't get that they necessarily wanted was another addition as far as a point big or a more positionless big that can maybe handle the ball and shoot from three. But Jamin took those kind of steps last year. And mm-hmm. while he's probably not a ball handler, he can certainly float out in, in, in a five – in a five-out, uh, you know, motion offense and shoot from three. He showed that last year. You know, the year before, it was a struggle last year. I think he shot 36 or 36% or a little better from three. Mm-hmm. I expect that to improve under Chris Beard because the spacing will be better. There's more talent on the floor. And while they won't be able to shoot poss- – they probably won't be able to shoot threes from from the five because Musa C. say Jamarian Sharp, they, they can't shoot threes. Um, they will be able to go one through four and switch everything. And it's with guys who have done it at the highest level and it's not, Oh, well, we hope he takes a step from a lower level and comes up and becomes an all league guy here and goes into the, no, all of these guys have been in college basketball, high major college basketball, uh, and putting them together, all that veteran leadership along with a bunch of upside up and down the bottom of the, uh, the bottom of the roster. I'm, I'm excited about what they can be. I think they, I, I think before this portal cycle started, I put the over under at 18 and a half. And you and I have been talking about this now for a while. I'm, I'm sitting right now with the over under 20 and a half, and I'm not even thinking twice of picking over. I think they're an NCAA tournament team. I think they could be competitive in the conference, the best in the country next year. It's going to be hard. There's some great teams, some of the best teams in college basketball. But what Chris Beard has done here is given Ole Miss um, maybe not superstars as far as what they could be in, at, on the next level. And that's that'll come – as he recruits in high school and signs top prospects and stuff like that. But I do think it's a really, really good group, um, a really, really solid group, a group that's not going to make a lot of mistakes, a, a group that's going to be process-oriented, and that's what Chris Beard cares the most about. So I'm excited mm-hmm. about it, Paul. Man, I'm excited about that, Hall. And it's not done yet. Like you said, they still got a spot left. But the heavy lifting's been done, and he knocked it out of the park. A, uh, another name to uh, keep an eye on. We talked about how they might be moving on and looking at getting a big, uh, a stretch four defender, guy can rebound, bring some energy off the bench, but they are still keeping a line open for a point guard if it were to present itself. Chris Johnson of uh, Montverde Academy in Florida by way of Missouri City, Texas, was signed with Kansas. He has since decommitted. He is still waiting to be released from his uh, letter of intent. But a uh, top 60 player in the on-three industry ranking, 13th ranked point guard in the country, number three player in Florida, played for Mount Verde Academy, which was arguably just a, an all-star team. Um, 
that just beat the brakes off of everybody. I believe they won the national championship in the Geico tournament or whatever. Um, 6'4", 180. Um, actually, pretty pretty wild. So on uh, his profile at on3.com, um, which is where you can find omspirit.com. We are an, an affiliate of On3. Um, it says that he is a protege of former Texas star TJ Ford, who played point guard for the Longhorns back in the day. Um, so TJ said, quote, he's the ultimate competitor. He's capable of doing anything a coach wants on the floor. High caliber basketball player, knows how to compete, lives in the gym, got a lot of things going for him. It can make a uh, hell of a player. And then Johnson is quoted as saying, I love playing defense. So might as well have just said, Chris Beard, I am your guy. Is he going to get his release from his national letter of intent? I would think so. I mean, if not, I mean, do they, does the NCAA really want to down this hill and try to go to court over this kid wanting to go somewhere else? Yes. Nevertheless, Ole Miss has reached out. Um, Now they're not alone. Indiana. Yeah, that still seems a little pie in the sky. Yeah, this isn't like a, oh, Ole Miss is getting him if he gets the release. No, I mean, Indiana, Illinois, Memphis, no. Miami, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, UCLA, Everybody. Washington have also reached out. So, again, Texas guy, you'd have to think that when Chris Beard was at Texas, he was a big fan. And uh, even when he was at Texas Tech, I mean, he's he's around that, you know, he lives in the state before he transferred to Mount Verde Academy. He knows who Chris Beard is. He knows his style of play, yada, yada. So, at least keep a put a pin in that and just know who he is. If anything materializes that's legitimate, we will let you know. But that's just a 2023 name to know. So I want to touch on that for a second because you, you make a really good point. It's a high school point guard. A high school point guard. Like, what's the one thing if you wanted to nitpick? Well, uh, you could point out maybe some outside shooting from the front court, specifically with your you, you want like in a five out offense, motion offense, mm-hmm. you want a five that can shoot three, shoot, shoot from three. And maybe one of the freshmen like Cam Barnes or Rashad Marshall can be a, a small – can play small ball out of five wide and shoot from three. I don't know. I haven't seen him play. Um, but that's one one area. The other area, and the only other nitpick is, man, it would be really great if Ole Miss could get a dynamic high school point guard behind Jalen Murray and Austin Nunez because then you're pretty much three deep across the board. Right, yeah. Now, yeah. I think T.J. Caldwell – um, has point potential, but I think they want him at least initially off the ball. And I think the same thing for Robert Coward. Robert Coward, what he's good at right now is three-point shooting. That's what he can bring for them. So, like, that will be his role. They don't want him as a primary ball handler. They want somebody with experience to start with the mm-hmm. ball. Uh, but Brandon Murray can handle the ball some. Matt Morrell, we know that. He can handle the ball some. They're, they've got guys, but true point guards. And if they could get an upside play at point out of high school – that could push both Austin Nunez and Jalen Murray to take their spots. That's mm-hmm. ideal. That's the that's the one thing that's really, right. in my opinion, outside of the uh, stretch or point five. Yeah. And point fives are like the unicorns of basketball. It's not like they're easy to find, you know. So what do you uh, mean? There's not there's not okay. a, there's not a Jokic just walking around out there that you can just go grab and crazy. Um, yeah. So for a first swing at a, at a class at Ole Miss that historically recruiting wise has not competed or swam in these uh, recruiting waters. Chris Beard has crushed it, absolutely crushed it. If they pull that off, though, that's just ridiculous. Speaking of guard, real quick, looking ahead to 2024, uh, some names, some legitimate names to know. Um, Jay Nash, point guard out of Memphis. He has transferred to Oak Hill Academy. He played high school ball with Jacob Gazzo at Briarcrest Christian, a uh, 
really dynamic point guard who uh, is, in my opinion, probably a facilitator first, someone who who has, is a floor general type guy. He's not going to drop 35 on your head, but a really good point guard. It, look, it, it, if they're allowing you to transfer to Oak Hill Academy, you can play because that is a factory. Um, so that is a name to know. Uh, at point guard, shooting guard, the big one is Cam Scott um, from Lexington, South Carolina. He's a top 30 prospect in the 24 class. It's, I think it'll be difficult to get him out of South Carolina because, look, regardless of what the program looks like, the Gamecocks do a re- – it's almost like LSU in football. They do a really good job in state. You know, it, look, th- there are some exceptions. Zion Williamson went to do. But um, when they were when they had Frank Martin, they did a really good job of keeping guys in state. Um but he is a guy that could could lobby for five-star status, really loves Chris Beard. Cam Scott is the guy at shooting guard. Combo guard, you've got um, LeBaron Fillon, obviously, Baker, Alabama, uh, Baker High School in Mobile. West Flanagan got him to commit to Auburn. He has opened things back up. This is a kid that does not talk much. Uh, and when I say he does not talk much, I'm saying when me and him have conversations about recruiting, it, it is like he is on a word count and he can't go past 10 words. But every single time, all he mentions, Wes Flanagan, Chris Beard, Ole Miss, he loves their style of play. I think Ole Miss is going to be in that one until the very end. I like their chances, mainly because of Wes Flanagan and he was his lead recruiter at Auburn. Now he's at Ole Miss. Um, so 24 looking promising for uh, the backcourt. And real quick, before we move on to football, you, I don't think enough people are talking about TJ Caldwell and Robert Coward. Now, they're not the big flashy scoring guys, but I think it speaks a lot to their ability as a player and their um, perceived intrigue of what they can do in the system. Because obviously, I mean, Beard didn't have any issues telling people to to go on somewhere. And I think that it speaks to their athleticism and their ability um, that he kept them on. Because if you want to play for Chris Beard, it's not all about flash and and, and putting the ball in the bucket. You got to play defense, and you have to, you know, be a cog in the wheel. And I think it's um it bodes well for them. And I think that they're going to be some good uh, options off the bench to come in and play defense in certain spots. And I mean, both of them are athletic as hell and can jump out the gym. So it's exciting times for sure. Um, all right, so this weekend, uh, it's not an official visit, but Jimothy Lewis will be back in town, the IMG Academy offensive lineman. I don't a lot of buzz about him right now. He transferred to IMG. He was at MRA in Madison. As soon as he went to IMG Academy, I think a lot of people started to, you know, kind of, eh, you know, he's probably going to go to a national power. Um, he's got the offers, Georgia, Alabama, Miami, Tennessee, Michigan, Texas A&M. He's got them all, but he continues to come back to Oxford. So I think that is definitely one to watch. Uh, I, I'd imagine that he is just trying to build as much of a relationship as he can with John Garrison as quick as he can. Um, before he transferred to IMG, obviously was talking a lot with Jake Thornton, who is now at Auburn. Um so Georgia's probably the biggest competition there, followed by, I would say, Tennessee and Miami, um, just because of the proximity to the Hurricane program being at IMG. But 
Um, Ole Miss, I, I think the pull to come back to Mississippi is real. And I think Ole Miss, um, John Garrison, Lane Kiffin, uh, Kelvin Bolden, they're all pulling the rope in the same direction for Jimothy. Um, also, as we record this, uh, some officials are being wrapped up. Speaking of offensive line, Khalil House, the interior guy from Houston County High School in Georgia, and then Jude Foster, the offensive tackle from Southern University Lab School in Baton Rouge. Those two started official visits on Monday. Today is kind of their exit interview, you know, whatever, finishing things up. Heading out, um, I would say Auburn's definitely the team to beat for Khalil House right now. Jude Foster, still a little early in the process for him. Baylor um, is coming after him hard, but Ole Miss has got a uh, has got a good uh, good hold on him as we speak. The only official visit that he has taken so far has been to Ole Miss. So um, John Garrison getting that one on the books early should uh, tell you all you need to know about what they think of uh, of Jude Foster. Uh, Florida State, Georgia Tech also involved there. And then uh, this weekend, as far as I know, as of this recording, the only official visitor is Maurice Davis, edge prospect from Doherty High School in Georgia. 6'4", 215 guy, three-star. A lot of potential. Um, kind of that hybrid edge rusher can cover people in space can uh, run past offensive tackles, all of that. Uh, just coming off a uh, an official visit to Louisville. And uh, Ole Miss will host him this weekend. Randall Joyner's a big fan of his game and uh, really likes the potential and the frame and all that good stuff. Pete Golding in the mix as well. So that is it for official visitors. There are obviously going to be a ton of unofficial visitors with um, camp and just it's the summer. So prospects are just taking visits. Um, one 2025 guy we should talk about. Um Dylan Alfred is in town right now as we he uh as we are recording this. He's from Gaucher, wide receiver, really starting to uh, add to that offer sheet. Um was one of the standouts um at the Cam Newton Memorial Day tournament. Jeremy Johnson of on three was there. Loved what he saw from him. Ole Miss is uh gonna have to really uh fight to keep him in state if that is uh what they are trying to do, because Auburn, Tennessee, Florida State. Uh, a lot of uh, big-name programs are starting to pay attention to him. So anything else official, unofficial that you wanted to chat about, or do you want to get into the uh, the fun game we've got? No, I want to do the game. All right, cool. Here it is. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card. You can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank. Local. Invested. Modern banking. Are you ready for the Grove? Because I know I am. So join Lane Kiffin and your Ole Miss football rebels at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium this fall for the 2023 season. Order tickets now to participate in the seat selection process and to explore seating options. Visit OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com, or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation today, 662-915-7159. For Ole Miss football season tickets, it's time again to help lock the vault. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. 
Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. The Athletic has been doing this series called the Recruiting Rewind, where they are going through, uh, I'd imagine, it's all Power 5 schools. I'm not 100%. Actually, no, I'll take that back. I did see they did one on Houston. Um, but, you know, they're going through different programs and uh, looking at past, present, and I guess, um, you know, kind of the pre-internet era, modern era, all that kind of stuff with recruiting. So they have, um, let's see, three, seven superlatives that they're giving out. So I'm going to run through them. 
you're going to give me an answer, and I'm going to give you my answer. This is for Ole Miss, obviously, if I wasn't clear. Okay. Yeah. All right. First superlative. Best recruit pre-internet era. Oh, my God. And and this is all subjective. So like you, Who's you, yours? You can do whatever you want because I don't know what the criteria is or what has been set by the athletic with like each superlative because they because there are a lot of answers you can go with some of these. But um, oh so oh, Deuce McAllister, Deuce McAllister, Deuce McAllister, Deuce, my my god, Deuce, yeah, Deuce played linebacker and running back, yeah, Deuce. Okay, I went Romero because he was a parade all American. It's pre-internet, but if it was you know, if he was playing, you know. He would be a five star plus guy for on three. He was a he'd be a, he'd be going to the Elite Eleven, Elite Eleven, and all that stuff like Demond Williams is. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean Alabama wanted him bad, bad. Like he almost went to Alabama, elected to stay home and play for Ole Miss. Ole Miss was coming off of probation. He essentially kind of resurrected the program. Ole Miss was trying to find a way get back into contention in the SEC. They, you know, scholarships were taken away. They couldn't go to a bowl game. Uh, just just dark cloud over the program. And he was a guy that was a bona fide elite dude that could have gone anywhere in the country and uh, chose to stay home and go to Ole Miss. I, I think that, that he is the best recruit pre-internet. Now, obviously, the window there for, like, quote, internet with Eli is close. Um, but, yeah, Deuce is another, another big one, um, you know, just because, obviously, he was just amazing in college. Great NFL career, all of that. But, yeah, um, yeah, I'm going to go Romero. You're going with Deuce. Next one is best recruit modern era. This is, in my opinion, easy. Laramie Tunsil. So I went Robert Kimdichie because there's only one number one overall prospect in each cycle, and Ole Miss signed him. It's pretty remarkable. But I think best recruit as in highest rated whatever because you look at the – Rankings that, you know, 247 did the composite where they hand out the perfect 1,000 rating. There's only been five dudes that have ever gotten it, and Robert Kimdichie is one of them. But the real answer is Laramie. So this one is where I think you can really – This is where I think you can really debate. Most influential okay. recruit. Laquan Treadwell. That's a good one. He had to pop first for all that to happen in 2013. I, I went with my gut here, and I stuck with Kim Dietschy because I think that that, not just for the 2013 class, it showed other elite dudes. Not that Laquan wasn't elite, but it you know the number one overall player in the country chose to go to Ole Miss. And I think that put Ole Miss on the map as a legitimate like, hey, like if if this dude's going there, it's got to be. See, cool. but I like, disagree. He was always going to consider Ole Miss. So the fact that he was always considering Ole Miss had Ole Miss in the conversation with players that otherwise wouldn't have been involved with, including Laquan, but they needed somebody to take the leap first. That's that's a good point, and that's why I was really close to switching to Laquan. Now, let me throw you another curveball. Another influential recruit that I think doesn't get enough credit is Bo Wallace. Because if Bo Wallace doesn't come... Oh, yeah, for sure. And Ole Miss doesn't go seven and six. They don't get Laquan Treadwell. They don't get Laramie Tunsil. They don't get Robert Kimdichie. They don't get Tony Connor. That's the backbone of your program for three years. That changed the whole trajectory of the program. That's the right one. This boat. Yeah. I'm down up three now. Yeah, I mean, they all pretty much said like, "Hey, man, we love it here. Like, we we want to like do this, but like, they got to win." 
Well, that's what I was reporting on recruiting all day, every day. And I talked to Laquan and Rob and Laramie and Tony. I mean, there I talked to Tony Connor more than anybody else. The horse's I mean, mouth right there. Yeah, all of these guys. I mean, I, I mean, I haven't talked to uh, – God, what was that kid's name that they wanted that ended up going to Auburn? Um, he's an edge. Uh, Carl I can't remember his name. Like, I talked to all these – no, not Carl. Oh, no, no, no. I talked to him uh, too. Elijah Daniel. Yeah, they, Elijah they were – Daniel. Yeah. Elijah Daniel was basically in the boat, so to speak. And then Carl Lawson mm-hmm. was thinking about it too – he was thinking about it, but he, he had a bad on-campus visit. The one that – I get, well, I wouldn't say one that got away. One that, like, in the 11th hour, Vernon Hargraves III was Chris really Jones. close. Yeah, yeah. Sheesh. Talk God, about it. that class. I could, t- I could do a whole podcast on that class. Okay, this is where you're going to get your flowers. Best signee, it's Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. Yes. The answer to that question is Laramie. Next. Biggest bust, I think it's yes. easy, it's Shea Patterson. Chris Strong from South Panola, huge bust. Yeah. Tig. Knoxby County, huge bust. Tig Barksdale, Snoop Brazzle. Honestly, anybody from South Panola not named Tony Connor was a bust. Chris Strong immediately came to mind, but then I thought just because it's a quarterback, Shea Patterson. This is another one that was tough. Best developmental story. I think it's Patrick Willis. It's Evan Ingram. I remember I was at that camp. Evan Ingram came to camp. And Freeze walks over, and he's I'm like, I was just asking, like, who are you impressed with? And I said, and there were some good players there. I mean, this was the 2013 class. This was Laquan and all those guys. So that caliber of player, when Freeze is bringing in the best of the best in the country. And he said, I'm going to tell you, man, you should watch this kid right here. And he pointed to this lanky dude who was catching everything and was just a, a pure route runner. Could get separation just because he was so efficient Now he ran his routes. He said, that kid right there is going to be a superstar. I mean, the only school he's been offered by is South Alabama. We're going to offer him. He's going to commit by the end of the weekend. Sure enough, it happened. And that kid went on to become, and not just an NFL draft pick, a first-round NFL draft pick and the greatest tight end as far as statistically in Ole Miss history. So the correct answer to that is Evan Ingram. All right, last superlative, and then we're getting out of here. The one that got away. Chris Jones would have taken Ole Miss to another level. Uh, alongside Robert Kimdichie and that entire front. Isaac Gross. I mean, they were so good defensively. Jeffrey Simmons. Um, oh, I mean, Ole Miss thought it was done with Jeffrey Simmons. He was coming. Uh, Barney Farrar uh, it was, was absolutely devastated. It was done. Barney Farrar was absolutely devastated that morning, but just beside himself. He couldn't figure it out. He couldn't understand what went wrong. I mean, he was despondent. Mississippi State didn't get A.J. Brown. And then Nigel Knott went to Alabama. And so the offering plate was uh, <laughs> was doubled up because they didn't get those two. And that's essentially what happened with Jeffrey Simmons. I'm going Frank Gore in 2000, in the early 2000s. I knew you were going to say that. I knew, I knew you were going to say that. Frank I mean, Gore no, and Roscoe Parrish. There's no question they beat LSU in 2003 with Frank Gore in the backfield and they go to the SEC championship and they beat the hell out of whoever the hell they were playing. That was a fun game. I, I'll be interested when the athletic comes out with that piece for Ole Miss, who they pick. Multiple Super Bowl winner Eli Manning. You've got some of the the best young stars. Like we, we didn't even talk about AJ Brown. I mean, he could be in the conversation for best signee. A lot of options there for the athletic and and the folks over there when they uh when they run through the superlative. So, um, all right, we'll close up shop there. That's gonna do it. Uh, again, 
Stay locked in at omspirit.com. We will have recruiting updates for you as we get them in real time. We will throw it up on the board. We will have lots of articles coming out throughout the week and weekend. And um, buried the lead here a lot, but I wrote about it yesterday. There will be probably some semblance of a live blog, live update type thing going on in Los Angeles as uh, Ole Miss commit Damon Williams Jr. will be competing at Elite 11. The finals start today. Wrote about him. Uh, I believe Chad Simmons spoke with him about, you know, fulfilling a dream and getting to compete and um, thinking that he has a real shot at uh, taking home the hardware there in, uh, in L.A. So we will have lots more for you. Thanks to Ben for joining. Thank you to uh, the folks that make this show possible. Shout out to the sponsors. And, uh, Ben, anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, I got one final thought. One final thought. Frank Gore would not have won Ole Miss the LSU okay. game in 2003. Um, Bye. Okay. Oh, last thing. Checking back in on our super regional picks. Um, I was six for eight. You had three correct picks and I had six. Shit. We both picked the game, Cox. I don't care. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. All right. For Ben over there, I'm Zach. This has been Talk of Champions Recruiting. Thank you for tuning in. Have a good weekend. We out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.